Amen. Shall have no want of any good thing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you this morning? And so we need to get a revelation of that because I think the enemy is constantly trying to make us feel lack in our life. In Philippians 4.19, it says, And my God shall supply some of your needs. That's right, all your needs. So my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So as we seek God and we seek his righteousness, in other words, his way of doing things, and as we seek him by putting him first place, are you listening to what I'm saying today? Am I saying put God first place? Am I saying put God first place? I'm saying put God first in every area of your life. I'm telling you, I was, I was praying through some things, dealing with some issues, and the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me, and he said, keep your eyes on me. I'm telling you, I love a rhema word from God. And sometimes he'll give you a rhema word before you encounter the problem. In other words, he may give you a word three or four days before the problem comes. And, you know, and, and keep your eyes on me. And then all of a sudden you hit a problem. And you said, didn't the Lord just say three days ago, keep your eyes on me? Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Why? Because he wants to shepherd you. He wants to reveal some truth to you. Amen? I, I'm telling you, God is an awesome God. He's always and I'm directing and leading us. Amen? And, and number two, the shepherd restores. Number one, the shepherd provides. And number two, the shepherd restores. Glory to God. Psalms 23, 2. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Glory to God. I love this. And it says that he makes you lie down in green pastures. He leads you beside the still waters. He restoreth your soul. Amen. And so and it's interesting the way David wrote that. That, that it says that, that God makes you lie down. Why? Because we always, we're tr always trying to do something. Amen. We're always trying to stay busy. We're always trying to get the list done. We're always trying to... Are, you list, are any list people out here? Any people running Mach 5 with your hair on fire? Always trying to do something. Keep busy, keep busy, keep busy. But every once in a while, we need to wait upon the Lord. Every once in a while, we need to wait in his presence. When your life is not going well, when things are going topsy-turvy, you need to spend some time in God's presence. You need, we need to spend some time. He, he wants us to spend some time, you know, in his presence. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. It even says that the young man will get tired. But they that wait upon the Lord. Amen? So Jesus, listen, Jesus restores us. And, and, and that word restore, it means to bring back to where you missed it. Amen? It means to, to, to bring back to original state. So he wants to restore us. Amen. He wants to bring us back to 
original state. And what's the original state of man? Listen, Adam and Eve fell, and when he, they fell, shame came in to, to the equation of the human race. A grief came in. Sorrow came in. And we're not, as Christians, we're not supposed to be, uh, I know we're going to have grief every once in a while, but we don't need to be living in it. I know there were, there's going to be some days where we're going to have some sorrow, but we can't stay in that. No, we got to keep our eyes, keep your eyes on the Lord. I like what it says in John 14, 27. Jesus says this to his disciples because he's going to the cross. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Amen. Not as the world gives, do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So listen, when we're dealing with, with issues in our life, the enemy wants that fear to come in. And listen, fear, uh, doubt, and unbelief is like a hole in our faith boat. We can't allow doubt and unbelief to cloud our life. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And when I, when, sometimes when I'm dealing with fears and when I'm dealing with doubts, amen, I'll go to the scriptures, glory to God. I go to Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And it says in, in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God. Listen, listen, you're not supposed to, listen, can I talk to you today? Man, let me get back up here. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you're dealing with stuff, you know, one of the things you realize that you're out of peace if you've got some anxiety about what you're dealing with. In other words, you're getting anxious. If you're getting anxious about things in your life, anxious about issues in your life, if, you got, if you're anxious... That means you're not casting your cares on the Lord. That means, you know, anxiety is trying to come into your equation. Have no anxiety about anything. Pray about everything. Are you, are you hearing? Give thanks to God and the peace of God that, that transcends all comprehension will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. In other words, pray about everything and fear nothing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Pray about everything. That's where you get God involved. In other words, trust God. What, Pastor? You mean you're asking me to trust God? Yes. It's on our money. In God we trust. And do you know that our money and our currency, you know, the world takes our currency and, and they trans, they, a lot of these other nations, they say U.S. dollars. And we're probably one of the very few nations, I don't, know if there's, I don't even know if there's any other nation in the world that has in God we trust on their money. Man, that's something to think about. We, I believe we live in one of the greatest countries in the world. The greatest country. Do you believe that? The greatest country in the world. Amen? So listen, we, we, we need to get, get, get an understanding that God is with us. I, I like what it says in 1 Peter 5, 7. Casting some of your care. Thank you. Casting all of your care. All, this is um, the Amplified. 
all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him, for he cares for you affectionately, and he cares about you watchfully. So he cares about, in other words, listen, he, Jesus cares about you today. Jesus cares about the pain that you're dealing with today. Jesus cares about the issues that we're going with. Jesus cares about us. Amen. I was, re I was meditating on that. And, and I would say, I'm casting my cares on you for you cares for me. And it was such an awesome revelation. God cares for me. In other words, God's working things out. I'm, I may be preaching to you, but I'm preaching back to me. I'm, I'm preaching myself happy this morning. Amen. So, so listen, don't, don't worry. Just put your trust in God. God restores. Amen. He brings us back into that place that we originally supposed to be in, glory to God. A play, uh, listen, you, listen, some of you have lost your joy. Some of you have lost your peace in here. And you need to get back to some joy. You need to get back to some peace. You need to get back into his presence. And you need to start worshiping him until you start sensing the presence of God on your life. You need to go out and witness, amen, and then the, the, the joy of the Lord will come on your life. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? I got I, my fix is witnessing. I'll tell you, if I can witness and lead somebody to the Lord or, or talk to somebody about God, man, I'm like, ooh, glory to God. That's my fix. And when I'm not doing that and I'm not, and I'm not glorifying God or pointing people to God and I'm just so focused on myself and my own situation and my own issues, then, then all the peace and the joy just runs right out of me. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Amen. So, so the Lord, amen, he restores our soul. Uh, number three, the shepherd leads. The shepherd leads, amen. You know, the, the devil wants to put pressure on us, and he wants to try to pressure us into doing things. That's how the devil works. He pressures us. I, you know, it's funny. I was... Um, I normally wash the, my car on Saturdays, and uh, that's, you know, I have a routine every Saturday. I, 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 well, I don't wash it by hand, okay? But uh, I bring it through the car wash. I guess that's washing your car. And, uh, and I, I bring it through the car wash because I, I have a, a deal with the car wash. I pay 12 bucks a month, and I can wash my car every day if I want. Amen? Free. You know, but not really. It costs 12 bucks. So every Saturday, I, I'm a good steward of that money, and I got to take my car in the car wash and run it through the car wash. And normally I have Christina come, and normally I ask her, do you want to come with me to, uh, to wash my cars? I normally vacuum it out, and I say, if you come with me, I'll give you a donut. And I normally, you know, and that's how I've always approached her. And normally, uh, probably about 90% of the time, she would think about it. She'd be on the computer, playing on the computer. She would say, ah, well, I'm kind of having fun right now. I don't know, should I, you know? And she'd always say, okay, Daddy, I'll come with you. And, uh, and then so yesterday I approached her, and I said, uh, get up, come on, we're going to the car wash, and you get a donut. And she just looked at me like, I don't think so. <laughs> like, why are you approaching me like that? And I just, you know, I, I guess I was being a little controlling. And instead of giving her, nobody likes to be pressured or controlled. Amen. The devil wants to, and I said, man, I, I, I hit that wrong. I, I said, well, it didn't work. I just thought she would come with me, right? Even kids don't want to be pressured. I guess I should have, you know, made it a little bit more appealing. She said, Daddy, uh, she, she just started stuttering. Uh, I don't think so. 
So what am I saying to you today? You can't pressure people. You can't put pressure. You can. They may do something under pressure, but, you know, it's not going to last. In other words, people need to be willing. Amen. Amen. And, and, and God doesn't pressure us. He leads us. He's, you know, he, he'll give you an opportunity. God gives us opportunities. Do you want to sow? Do you want to give tithes and offerings? If you do, I'll open the windows of heaven. But you don't have to have that blessing. <laughs> he, he gives us a promise. And so we can step into that promise. We can tithe, give offerings, and then the windows of heaven. Glory to God, like me making that $40 on that vanity. The windows of heaven. By the way, we, we tithe on everything that we get. I said to Yen, I said, Yen, how much is that tithe? She said, $4. I said, give God an extra dollar. Oh, you listen to what I said? Give him an offering on top of that tithe. She said, you sure you want to do that, honey? Yes. Give an extra dollar on that. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? That Bible says tithes and offerings. To open the windows of heaven. Not just tithes belong to God. Offerings is our free will offerings that we give over and above. Amen? Glory to God. And then God will open the windows of heaven and turn trash into treasure. So the shepherd leads. Amen? And so, so we need to understand this. As he leads, we need to submit to his leading. We need, to, we need to submit to his will. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And, you know, sometimes, you know, there are paths that the Holy Spirit will lead us into. It's sometimes it's bumpy roads. And sometimes the path that the devil wants us to go on seems easier, but at the end it's harder. Sometimes what we tend to do is when God is leading us into something that's a little challenging in our faith, sometimes we say, I don't know if we want to go down that road. But, and then sometimes we want to just take the easy path. But the easy path is not always the righteous path. The easy path could be the primrose path of destruction. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? The easy path is not always, in other words, it's the narrow way that leads to life. When Jesus was in that garden of Gethsemane, and, and he was there, and, and there were some crossroads there, and, and he was praying, God, I know all things are possible. And, and he was praying that he could not, you know, drink the cup, the cup of suffering. He didn't want to drink that cup. And he was saying, could there be another path? But God said, no, you're going to have to go the hard path. But at the end of the hard path, there is great reward. I'm going to say this. Some of us might be going through some issues. And sometimes we just got to get into the word and, and start walking in his, God's word. And allow his word and his truth to maybe we're going to have to go through a rocky road or a path. But God, at the end of it, will be great blessing. Are oh, you listening to me? And so Jesus had to go through that road. But you know what? His name is name above all other names. He was exalted to the highest position in heaven. Glory to God. All the angels are bowing to him. Every knee shall bow, tongue confess. Jesus is Lord. He was highly exalted because he, by, by, by his uh, obedience, took the path that was not easy, but received the blessing. Or listen to what I'm saying to you today. So we got to get a revelation of that this morning that the shepherd leads. I like what it says in John 10, 3 and 5. It says, to him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name 
and leads them out. Thank God that we heard the, the voice of the shepherd and came out of the world. Thank God we're not in the world today. Thank God we, we, have, we have a revelation of God. And he called us out of the world into his kingdom. And it says, and when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. They will not uh, by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. So, so listen, how, how, do we, how do we get um, sensitive to Jesus' voice? How do we get sensitive to the, the voice of uh, of the Lord. We get sensitive by spending time with him. you got to spend time with the Lord and you get sensitive. The, the more time you spend with him, the more you're going to be able to, 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 uh, to, to uh, understand and get a comprehension of his voice over the devil's voice. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And he wants to lead us and guide us into all truth. How does he do that? Listen, if, if, if it's not quite, it's not right. Just go ahead and tweet that. If it's not quite, in, in other words, if, if you're trying to make a decision on something and it's just, there, there's, there's not really, it, there's no real peace. There, there's not a green light in the spirit. Then you need to just back off. You need okay, why? You, know, you just need to back off. In other words, you, you need to be led, through, you know, God leads us through a peace factor. And if for some reason it's not quite, it may not be right. Now, I'm not talking about tithing and giving offerings. I don't know. No, that's the word of God. I don't know if I feel good about that because I got pressure. If I, no, no, that, no, you obey the word of God, you know, regardless of how you feel about that. Amen. But what I'm talking about, if there's, there's directions in our life to go, you've got to be, lead, you gotta be led by the Spirit of God. You know, Paul, well, you know, I, I'm going to say this, that you, you want to move in a positive direction. And, and, and Paul, when God was leading him to, to evangelize some cities, he started moving towards a city. And the Spirit of the Lord, as he moved towards the city, the Spirit of the Lord said, don't go there. But he was going to the city, but, 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 and he was intent on going, but the Spirit of the Lord directed him and he, he started trying to go to another city and the Lord said don't go there but 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 doesn't the Bible say uh, you know go out to all the world and preach the gospel why why would why would the spirit forbid him from going to see because some people aren't ready for the word you just can't preach to everybody some people you can preach to and it's like throwing casting your pearls before swine they'll just wrench you and in other words you're wasting your time Amen. So, so you got to be led by the Spirit of God when to minister to people, when to talk to people, when to invite people to church. And when you do that, glory to God, God will move. He leads us through a peace factor. Number four, the shepherd supports us, glory to God. He supports us. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. Glory to God. So, so listen, the, the shepherd's rod and staff is not designed for me to beat you over the head to, into submission. No, the rod and the staff, glory to God, is designed uh, to, to, to beat the enemy over the head. Amen. And to keep, keep you divinely protected. 
Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So, 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 so the shepherd, so, so listen, God will, listen, when you mess up and, and we all mess up, God's not going to beat you over the head when you come to him. In other words, he's going to come and his grace will come into your life. Listen, when you're encountering problems, that's when you've got to come in to the throne room boldly or confidently and, and obtain mercy to, for help in time of need. And so, so listen, God knows our issues. And so we don't want to cover up our issues. We want to reveal our issues to God and then God will, 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 will Give us wisdom and, and revelation and bring us into a place out of our issues. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? I like what it says in 2 Timothy 4, 16 and 18 um, pertaining to this. It says, at, any, at, at my first defense, this is Paul, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. See, Paul dealt with a lot of issues. If you ever read the writings and you read the New Testament, you'll find out that, that Paul, it wasn't always uh, cherry blossoms in his life. Amen? There was issues that he encountered doing the will of God. And I'm going to say this. Anytime we walk and start walking with God and we start trying to do the right things and we're trying to be a blessing to people, there's still going to be issues that we're going to encounter. Why? Because we don't live in a perfect world. We live in a world where there's, there, there's a crazy devil out here trying to deceive people, trying to get people to do the wrong things. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? The enemy is, is the God of this world system. And we got to get a revelation that it's not going to be perfect. So Paul is saying this, all, you know, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood with me, strengthening me, so that the message might be preached fully through me, and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also I, may, also I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. The Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me from his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. I love that. So, so Paul is saying to me, saying to us in this passage, even though when we feel like we've been forsook, even though we feel like that people have done us wrong, even though that things aren't really working out, God was with him in his time of trouble, and God be with you in your time of trouble. Listen, there's going to be times where we're going to be hurt, we're pain, where people are not going to act right at times, and we're going to be hurt, and we're going to be in pain. And I'm telling you, Jesus, our shepherd, our pastor, will be with us in those times. Why? Because Jesus experienced the same pains that we've experienced. Are you listening to, to what I'm saying to you today? And he said that, and Paul says, that God will deliver us out of the mouth of the lions. In other words, there might be people might not be speaking right about you, but I'm telling you, God will change those people. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And the shepherd defends, glory to God. The shepherd defends, glory to God. And, and I like what it says in Isaiah 54, verse 17, his rod and his staff come for me. He defends, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. For this is a heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, saith the Lord. Listen, no weapon, no weapon, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. 
But God, but but pastor, it feels like some weapons are prospering. Listen, they can't prosper against you because what God has blessed, no curse can come upon you. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? But pastor, I've been dealing with some curse lately. No, you're coming out of curse. You're coming into the blessings of God. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I'm telling you, the shepherd defends us. I love what it says in Romans 12, 19, 21. Beloved, do not avenge yourself, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay back, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So, 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 so listen, he, he wants to defend us. How does he want to do that? By preparing a table before us in the presence of our enemies. In other words, when the, when the enemy is trying to bring you down, you keep standing up. When you've done all, stand and keep standing. And he provides a table, a blessing for you in the presence of your enemies. In other words, listen, I'm telling you, the great tribulation, the seven-year tribulation is coming to this earth. The wrath of the Lamb, the wrath of, the God, of God will be on this earth for seven years. It's going to be crazy. But guess where we're going to be at? We're going to be up in heaven. We're going to be, there's going to be a banquet table up in heaven. We're going to be sitting in heaven, glory to God, eating for seven years. We're going to be fellowshipping for seven years while all pandemonium is happening down here on the earth. And then we're going to come back and retake and reclaim the earth for the kingdom of God with Jesus. Do you believe that today? In other words, listen, we're not going through the tribulation. I'm telling you, we're, we're going to be taken up. Gloria, I'm not going to stay around here and let the devil beat my head in. I'm going to go up on the, front, the first run. Amen? Anybody coming up with me? I'll tell you, how do you stay pure? You keep your eyes on Jesus, believing that he could rapture you any moment. That's the Bible says how we stay pure in Christ. Amen? And then the, the final, uh, the shepherd blesses. I'm telling you, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So he blesses us in Hebrews 13, 20, 21. Now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Glory to God. So we see this, that, that, that God is working those things out. Listen, you may feel like you're far from where you need to be in God, but God, is. it's a process. We're moving towards the place. The Bible says we will go from glory to glory, from faith to to faith, we're, we're saved, but we're becoming, you know, we're, we are saved, amen, from the wrath of God, but we are being saved. In other words, we are getting into a closer relationship with God, and we're becoming more like Jesus. So I'm going to say this, you may not be where you're at, but keep pressing 
in and allow Jesus to guide you and lead you into all truths. Amen. So, so what, what's the final word? And I'm closing on this. Make Jesus your chief shepherd. Allow him to be your chief shepherd and allow him to lead you and guide you. In other words, before you make any major decision, run it by Jesus. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.